This morning, uh, it is a, a celebration. It is um, Baptism of the Lord Sunday. The Sunday we, uh, we celebrate Jesus' baptism when he went to the Jordan and John the Baptist uh, baptized him. And later on, we're going to have a uh, baptism of our own. So we are so thankful um, this morning to, to celebrate. Uh, also, this morning, I'm going to begin a series on following God's will. Right now, it's seven weeks. Uh, I don't know if I'm done yet or not. Uh, <laughs> but I've got seven weeks kind of roughed out, and unless the Lord leads me to preach something else for the next few weeks, I'm, I'm going to talk about following God, God's will. And the first... Uh, Less I'm going to share is rejoice always, which is what I was uh, uh, sharing with, uh, with the kids this morning. Rejoice always. Sometimes that's hard. Again, being in a school, though, you see a lot of rejoicing on those snow days from the teachers, uh, and then uh, also some from the kids as well, but uh, teachers get really happy on those days. Amen. We got a few here that uh, me. I'm kind of weird. I wanted to go to school Friday and didn't get to. I'm not supposed to lie right now. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. But uh, we were blessed with a, with with a with a day off. Uh, from school for most of us, and it didn't hit us bad. So uh, I know we had we've had some power outages. I know in Sevier County and and, and uh, some here are still out in Sevier County. Golly! So we need to continue praying for those folks, and and I'm just glad that it didn't hit us as bad as what they were calling for, because uh, it would have it would have made those situations even worse. So again, this morning we're gonna we're gonna talk about rejoice always. And I'm going to read a real long scripture. First Thessalonians, it says um, 5.18, that is actually 5.16. That I'm going to start with, and it says, rejoice always. You can memorize that one if you want to. But rejoice always. And I'm going to continue on in that scripture the next couple weeks, and, and we'll talk about 17 and 18 later. I'm going to read 17 and 18 as well in a few minutes. But as we go through this series, again, today it's going to be Rejoice Always. Next week I'm going to talk about Praying Always, Give Thanks Always. This is the following week. Pursue Sanctification Always will be the next week. And, and, and so you got, you got the theme. I mean, it's, there's some things that we're called to do always. Always, and sometimes it's hard to always do it, but we've got to search what God's will is for us. We've got to continually search what God's will is for us. Of course, if someone don't have that relationship with Jesus, it's easy to answer that, that God's will is to accept a loving, caring, personal relationship with a Savior. But if we're saved and we're living that Christian life, we're still supposed to look for God's will in everything we do. And sometimes the scripture is quite clear, and it gives us really good specific directions on what to do, like this scripture 
here. And if I go on and read verses 17 and 18, it says, Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Again, today is rejoice always. You see, it doesn't tell us all of God's will. That one scripture doesn't tell us all of God's will for us in our life. But in this series of lessons, we're going to learn other things that God wants us to be doing right now. You see, God wants us to rejoice always. He wants us to rejoice in our life. He wants us to rejoice while we're young, some of us. Ecclesiastes 11.9 says, Rejoice, young man, while you are young, and let your heart cheer you in the days of your youth. Follow the inclination of your heart and the desire of your eyes, but know that for all these things, God will bring you into judgment. Rejoice always. Rejoice when we're young. We need to rejoice in our work. Sometimes that can be difficult too, but we're supposed to rejoice as we work. Ecclesiastes 2.24 says, There's nothing better for mortals than to eat and drink and find enjoyment in their toil. This also, I saw, is from the hand of God. Sometimes work gets tough, don't it? Sometimes when we're working whatever field we're in, sometimes it's hard to rejoice in that. But be thankful you have that job and just pray for God's guidance because He will bring you through some of the situations even at work that, that may seem hopeless. He may guide you in the current job. He may guide you to another job. But in everything we, need, we do, we need to seek His will and be joyful. This is an easy one here for me. Uh, rejoice in life and wife. Ecclesiastes 9, 9. That's really here. It says it right here. Uh, took me a long time to find it, but no, I'm just kidding. It was easy. Ooh, that was not good. Enjoy life with the wife whom you love all the days of your vain life that are given under the sun because that is your portion in life and in your toil at which you toil under the sun. In other words, we're supposed to rejoice in our relationships with each other, with our spouses, with our friends, with our family. We're supposed to rejoice as we celebrate. We're supposed to comfort when we need comforting, but we're supposed to celebrate and rejoice not just at Christmas, not just on birthdays, but always, always. I looked up that word always in the dictionary, and I found out what it meant. It means always. I think we know what it means. Um, we also need to rejoice with what God has given us. He's blessed us with so much. 1 Timothy six seventeen says, Instruct those who are rich in this present world not to be conceded to fix their hopes on the uncertainty of riches, but on God who richly supplies us with all things to enjoy. God blesses us with everything we need. We need to rejoice in the fact that He gives me more than I deserve. I can promise you that. And thank God He don't give me what I deserve. But I can rejoice in the fact that He gives me more than I need for my, my, my not just my contentment, but for my joy. He gives me more than I need. He blesses me with more than I could ever imagine. Even when times are hard, 
when times are hard, man, we deal with some losses and some hurt in this life. We're still supposed to be seeking, seeking the will of God. It's okay to grieve. It's okay to feel bad. It's okay to hurt. But we still need to remember the blessings that, uh, that God has freely given us. But we also need to rejoice responsibly. We need to rejoice responsibly. 1 Timothy 6, 18 and 19 says, They are to do good, to be rich in good works, generous and ready to share, thus storing up for themselves the treasure of good foundation for the future, so that they may take hold of the life that really is life. In other words, we look at what's important. When we're seeking God's will, we, we look at those things that are important. And He's been so good to us. He's blessed us with so many things that we're supposed to share. All the gifts that God has given us are not just for us to store up and, and to pull out when we need them. It's to share with each other. When we see somebody down, we see somebody that, that's not experienced that joy that comes from God, we need to tell them about our Lord and Savior. We need to tell them about how, through a relationship with Jesus Christ, they can learn to rejoice as well. But again, we need to learn to rejoice responsibly, which means we need to rejoice at the right things. Sometimes it's easy to celebrate material things. It's easy to celebrate the blessings that we get that we, that get, we see in touch. But sometimes it's hard to celebrate the blessings God gives us in all of our needs that maybe are not material things. Maybe we can't even see them at all and don't even realize that he's, he's blessed us with. We need to, 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 to celebrate those things as well. We also need to rejoice in our salvation. Ultimately, we need to rejoice in our salvation. It's a rejoice knowing that Jesus Christ died for us. It's a rejoice knowing that we can have eternal life through a relationship with Him because not what we've done, but what He has done for us. We need to rejoice in our salvation. Luke 10, 20, Jesus says, Never, Nevertheless, do not rejoice at this, that the Spirit submit to you, but rejoice that your names are written in heaven. So we can have all the good going on in the world that we want to, but what we really need to be rejoicing is that Jesus died for us, and he has a place in heaven for us, waiting for us. We need to rejoice as a kingdom quality. Romans 14, 17 says, For the kingdom of God is not food and drink, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. Now we're getting to talking about some things that he's blessed us with that are eternal. Again, things of these, these physical things of this world, they go away after a while. They go away. They don't last forever. But now in this message, we're starting talking about the things that do last forever. In Galatians 5, 22, Paul tells us that we should rejoice as the fruit of the Spirit. Galatians 5, 22 says, By contrast, the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, generosity, and faithfulness. Those things never go away. Those are things He's blessed us with, and as we live our Christian life, as we start seeking His will, and we 
focus on becoming more like Jesus Christ every day, those are the things that people will see in us. When we talk to others who are down, they'll see the love. And we need to tell them that, that love comes from a relationship with Jesus Christ. They can see our joy. We need to tell them that the joy comes from living in a relationship with Jesus Christ. Even in chaos, we can have peace through a relationship with Jesus Christ. Patience. Patience. That's a tough one. I don't like that one as much. Because it hits home. Because sometimes I'm not very patient. But as I work on my spiritual life to live closer like Christ every day, you'll see more patience in my life. You'll see kindness, generosity, faithfulness. And nothing that I can do, it's not from me, it's from Jesus Christ. Those are the messages we need to be sharing with people we see every day. You see, it's clear that the will of God is for us to rejoice always. But why? Why do we need to rejoice always? One thing is for physical and emotional strength. We feed ourselves through His joy, through His compassion, through His kindness. You see, anxiety uh, and, and, and things of this world can weight us down. Our burdens can weight us down, but when we give those to Christ and, 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 and we experience that peace that only comes from Him, then we can rejoice. You see, a glad heart raises the spirit. I've been in a bad mood before. Once. Twice. A few times. I've been in a bad mood before. It's hard to get out of a bad mood sometimes. Sometimes we're looking for something good to bring us out of that bad mood, and sometimes we can look for a long time because we don't want to recognize the things that are good. The way we do it is we remember, we start reading the Scripture, and we remember what God's blessed us with. Those bad moods can go away pretty quickly. Those bad moods can go away pretty, pretty quickly. So we need it for our physical strength because when we are not rejoicing spiritually, it, it affects our body. It affects our health. When we have joy in what we believe, we abound in hope. That's what Romans 15, 13 promises us. And then when we are joyful, it helps those around us to be joyful. It's contagious. It's what 2 Corinthians 2, 3 promises us. You see, our Creator understands the importance of joyful spirit for both body and soul. They affect each other. Since He wants you to rejoice always, I'm going to give you a few thoughts on how we can, because sometimes it's tough. Sometimes it's tough, but here's how we can rejoice always. We can rejoice always in the Lord. It is in the Lord that one finds the ability to rejoice always. What um, and then Philippians 4 4 says, Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. You see, his salvation is the source of much joy. Psalm 21 1 says, In the strength, in your strength, the king rejoices, O Lord, and in your help, how greatly he exalts. He grants joy to those who please him. That's what it says in Ecclesiastes 2 26. His mercy is a source of great joy. 
His presence. In His presence, there's a fullness of joy. And He will abide in us. Give you some suggestions now. Here's the biggest suggestion that I can give you if you want to live this life where you can rejoice always. Number one, if you haven't accepted a relationship with Jesus Christ, that's the first thing we need to do. You need to get on your knees and, and, and ask Him to forgive you. You need to repent and you need to start living for Jesus Christ. Once you do that, or if you're in a relationship with Jesus Christ and you are bogged down by the, the, the things of the world, the things of life sometimes can really weigh on us. Here's some things that we can do. For me, this is when nobody else is around, but sing. Sing. Sing praises and joy to God. Some of you, again, it sounds a little better when you all sing those praises. But we, James 5.13 tells us to sing when we're cheerful. My dad used to sing a lot. And he could sing pretty good. He could sing better than me. But we'd be working. He'd just be singing. Things would be going bad. He's singing. We were at this uh, body shop one time putting, uh, putting some frame equipment in. We were there all day. And my dad sang the same song over and over all day. Guy looked at him and says, Bill, that used to be my favorite song. <laughs> my dad said, what happened? He said, you sung it all day. And my dad could sing. But we need to rejoice. We need to praise the Lord in song and in music. The other thing is we need to spend time with people who make us happy. We need to spend time with people who will support us in our Christian walk. Whether that be people in our church family, people in our families, people we work with, whoever will support us in our spiritual life is who we need to spend time with. That's how we can rejoice that God's put these people in our life. That we can. Another way is we can lead others to Christ. Not a greater blessing in the world to see somebody fall on their knees except the saving grace of Jesus Christ. That lasts forever. I can tell you that. Something you won't forget. I don't care if you are not in contact with the person for years. When you see them, you remember exactly where you were when it happened. The other thing we need to do is being constant prayer and study of His Word. We need to spend time with God. If we're wanting to be joyful always, we know where that joy comes from. That's where we need to be spending our time. We need to have a set time where we can read Scripture and pray. Read Scripture, listen, and actually meditate on that Scripture, and then do what it says. Those are the ways that we can have joy always or rejoice always. So what is the will of God for you? Again, today we're talking about this. Rejoice always. Rejoice in the Lord always. Rejoice in His blessings. And rejoice in both physical and spiritual blessings. Again, this doesn't mean we'll never experience hardship. We'll never grieve. We will, ne we will but we can still have that everlasting love and peace that only comes from Jesus Christ. And we know that He's walking each step of the way Each step of the way with, him, with us. 
A few years ago, I was having a, a, a tough time. I uh, had a few things going on in my life, and a friend of mine prayed with me, looked at me in the eye, and said, Stacy, I wish I could take this from you. But I can't. You're going to have to live. He said, but know that I will walk every step of the way with you. Guess when I'm feeling down, guess who I call? Guess who I call and want to pray with me? It's the person that's going to walk every step of the way with me. We need each other. We need a relationship with Christ, but we need a relationship with each other so we can be picked up in those times of trouble. You see, even in hardship, we can still feel His love and presence. You see, His will for you is to rejoice always. And I'm going to end with this question. Are you rejoicing always? Let me pray. Heavenly Father, again, just thank you for your for your presence here, Lord. Thank you for blessing us with so many things, Lord. Thank you for blessing us with each other, Lord, that we can rely on each other for, for strength and guidance, Lord. Thank you most of all for, for taking our sins to the cross, Lord. That we can be in relationship with you, even though we're not perfect beings. Through your perfect grace, we can have that relationship with you. Again, thank you so much for your many blessings. In Jesus' name, amen.